your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to you a Monday of Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Today's a good day to get on because I have a lot of open space at the bottom half of the hour, but right now as well. So if you want to call in, you want to, you got a Super Bowl take. Super Bowl commercial take, Super Bowl halftime take, I'll I'll take it. I've been saying take a lot. I don't know why that is. I feel like I'm maybe listening to somebody do other interviews and they say, what's your take? But I'm just going to keep doing it. I'll just be self-conscious about it from here on out. Uh, coming up on the show, I'm going to talk to Jillian Olson with Aura Trails, or what I like to call ORA Trails, the Outdoor Recreation Alliance. Uh, they're on the county board agenda for Thursday. It's not a very big agenda. I think there's only two items. They Maybe they will add to that agenda throughout. There's a couple other things, I think, uh, appointing people to different committees as well because we, we've added, uh, I think, two county board members. But there, So there's, there's other things with people, essentially. But uh, Aura Trails in La Crosse here is going to look like uh, the county board could vote to give them some help with a land purchase uh and we're going to talk about that and just what aura trails does is what they're doing for the community and um after that i I don't have anything we can talk about whatever we want i i was taking notes on that train derailment that's happening in ohio that we probably don't hear a ton about but maybe it's more kind of really important to talk about and i don't have an expert at this point i'm working on having someone with the emergency or lacrosse county emergency management talk to me and just give me some more knowledge on because when a when a train gets derailed and it's just going through a tiny little town in ohio east palestine i think is what brad told me it's pronounced a little different um that could happen kind of anywhere we all have you know anywhere there's a railroad track right so uh, what happens if that happened here? What would what would be the case? So in, over there, they people are evacuated. You could see the they they like released. They burned a bunch of chemicals, and and now the fallout is is disastrous. And they're arresting. They arrested a journalist, which was kind of weird. Um, kind of hard to say why he was apparently being loud during a live report. So. Uh, but you can make make any of it what you will. Uh, Super Bowl takes, I want to hear them. But I, I watched the game. I started the game two hours late, but I had it recorded. So I probably watched the Super Bowl faster than anyone else ever watched the Super Bowl because I could skip. It was funny because I'd skip in between plays. So on the uh, YouTube TV, you could skip 15 seconds ahead. So if you double skip... The, the play clock's 35 seconds, so it's kind of perfect, <laughs> unless you want to like take in every aspect of the game if you're a football junkie. I'm a, I got better things to do, junkie. So I skip all the in-between the plays, unless the play was awesome, I was going to do replay uh, and, and watch the Super Bowl very quickly. And as I'm skipping, so I get through the first round, I'm skipping, and I, the, you know they go to the end, of, there's, a, there's a timeout or something, so they go to commercial, and I'm skipping, 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 get back to the game, and I'm like, wait a minute, it's the Super Bowl. I want to watch the commercials, right? And then I, I skip back to the start of the commercials. And one, you know, one was funny. I don't remember. I don't really, honestly, I didn't hear. Well, 
one was funny and then the next one's kind of sappy and then you know then i'm like okay i'm just watching these are just commercials i'm not and i and i didn't watch any of the other commercials i i'd 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 skip a little slower just to kind of see what the ad is and then i would skip away because i'm like eh, these aren't i'd hit play and 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 kind of get the get the feel of the commercial i'm like nope this isn't funny some commercials try to be funny and they're not other commercials hire actors like very famous people, uh, Ben Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben Stiller was one of the, one of the commercials I remember seeing, and I was like, "This isn't funny." Skip that. And then other commercials are like trying to be like really tug at the heartstrings. <laughs> I'm just like, "Oh, this isn't. I don't want to see this either." I'm like, "You need to have your commercial needs to be funny." But a lot of times when the commercial is funny, it doesn't. You don't actually remember what it was for, like the Ben Stiller commercial. And then the whole point of having the commercial doesn't work. The only one that I did find really impactful in a way that you kind of maybe I only remember this because it happened I I saw it on social media later but I remember it really messing with me is the Tubi commercial T-U-B-I where they the commercial was them stopping the game and then playing like the channel up down you know like like the menu came up and somebody was switching the channel to something else and I'm I'm the only one watching. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? I don't have the remote. What? And and I was like, no, this is a commercial. What's going? On? You know, I thought my my TV was going haywire. And and if you watch social media, there's a lot of people like flipping out. I've done this in the past, though. I've been that guy during a. I remember during Mark McGuire hit like home run sixty two at one point. I, we were in college. I remember having the remote and the pitch was thrown. And I changed the channel, and all my friends were all watching it at, live in the dorm. I changed the channel, and then everyone looks at me like, "What are you doing?" I all scream, and I changed the channel back, and that's when we saw the wall, the ball hit the like go over the wall, like so. We missed the swing, missed the like ball going out to the outfield, and then change it back. Uh, well, I think maybe only I'm going to remember that, but I remember that being pretty funny. Uh, that's me. That's I'm that guy at meeting. At me uh, with my friends. I'm that guy in the golf course too. When you're in your backswing, so nobody wants to go golf. Nobody serious wants to go golfing with me. Maybe if we're not having a serious golf discussion, but uh, my friends, some of my friends take golf way too serious. Come, come on. 608-785-7914 is the talk of text line. I'm going to have Jillian Olson come on with me here in a couple minutes. We're going to talk about Aura Trails what they're on the agenda for for Thursday's county board meeting and some of the work that they do in the community when we come back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Working on getting Jillian Olsen on from... Now I was looking up a, a band name. So there's the band OAR, and there's Aura Trails in lacrosse. Two different entities. I was mixing them up. It was like, every time I think O-R-A, Aura Trails, Outdoor Recreation Alliance, I think of that band, OAR. And uh, what, Crazy Game of Poker, I think that's the song. It's a really long song. But it's a pretty good, pretty good song. So hopefully I can get her on. Having like some phone issues, don't really know what the deal is, but they're on the county agenda this week to to get help making a land purchase. I believe out by Highway 33, 
And I don't know a ton about it, but it has to do with, and I wrote this all down and then I deleted it. Oh, there we go. Uh, it's like Bluffland. It's a, it's a Bluffland purchase, uh, 277 acres. And essentially they're just going to put, I think, uh, I think Jillian said crazy, crazy ace trails out there. Hey, Jillian. Hey, Rick. How's it going? Hey, good. I, I was just breaking down uh, what I, the little I know of the, uh, the county agenda uh, purchase, uh, or, or you're going to get help purchasing $150,000 to help purchase 277, 277 acres of land. You said by Highway 33, right? That's Highway 33. It's kind of one of the last untouched parcels of land in La Crosse of this size. And it's, it's really a blank slate. There's, there's not much going on. Way back in the day, it was actually the site of a ski hill here in La Crosse. Um, I believe it's called the La Crosse Ski Bowl. And, you know, it, like besides that, there's really not a whole lot there besides the um, Lewis Pamel homestead. And so we're really excited to just see this blank canvas and picture all the really neat things that we can do for the La Crosse community on that parcel. Is it a woods? Is it a is it fields? What what's what's the land made up of? Yeah, so it's a it's a really interesting mixture. It's got a class A trout, uh, trout stream. Um, there, it's been farmed, and so there is a lot of flat kind of open space that's been used as farmland. Um, but then there's also this uh, this piece of elevation that is mostly wooded. Um, it makes you feel like you're in a forest, but right in pretty much right on the edge of the city here. Um, so it's got, it's got like all the right combinations to make this huge playground. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So we, and we jumped right into it because in, in yeah. war trails, <laughs> outdoor recreation Alliance of the cross, can you kind of describe what you do and how you work with, are you just a lacrosse County entity? Are you just a lacrosse any, uh, you know, or do you work with the, the city and the County quite a bit? Or do you work for the city and the County? Can you just describe what Aura Trails is? Yes. Great question. So Aura Trails or the Outdoor Recreation Alliance dates back about 20 years. It started as a, a really neat grassroots um, organization of, of just a small handful of people who were just very dedicated to seeing trails become an important piece of the lacrosse area. And so the evolution of Aura has been really interesting to watch. So fast forward 15 years. So just a few years ago, Aura got its first round of staff. And so I'm really lucky to call this my job. I've been um, working for Aura since they first took on like a staffed role or a staffed, um, you know, setup. But before that, it was just volunteers. So 100% based off of just people who cared a lot about this outdoor community. And so um, our mission is pretty broad, but pretty straightforward and simple. And it's just to create a better community by getting more people outside. And, and that's boiling it down a little bit, but essentially that's what our main goal is, is to just create more access and to remove as many barriers as we can to get people outdoors. And, and so we've had the staff team for a couple of years now and, um, uh, our mission really means that we're impacting more than just the, the city of La Crosse. And so we work with municipalities. We work with other volunteer groups. We work with um, landowners, uh, the county, pretty much anybody who might be involved in 
connecting people outside. And so we've um, branched out a little bit outside. It really is in the lacrosse county area that our reach is, is at right now. Um, and the goal is to just be a resource to help create more connections to the outdoor world for people. Um, so that's us in a nutshell. And and we're excited where we've come. I think we're we're still a growing nonprofit, and so we're learning along the way of of how to best complete our mission. But we're really lucky to just have some dedicated folks in look in the lacrosse area who care about the same thing we do. Now, when you say, and we're speaking with Jillian Olson, she's the operations director at Aura. And when you say get people outside. Um, and when I look at what Aura does, uh, just social media wise, I'll, I'll see what you guys are doing and, and some of the, you know, going through the agendas uh, like city and county. It's not like you're going and snatching, grabbing people and making them go outside. But like a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff that I see, you're working with uh, building trails, keeping trails up, uh, you know, uh, up to date, I guess is a terrible way to say that. Keeping trails groomed and, and nice, whether it's in the winter with cross country skiing or in the, you know, the rest of the year with uh, hiking and, and jogging and biking. Um, is there more to it than that? Um, yes, great question. So we have crews who kind of, it, it, we're very seasonal, right? And so there's crews who are working on um, ski trails, so snow and ice, and then there's crews who work all spring, summer, and fall to, to keep our local dirt trails up to snuff, too. And so... Um, Yes, definitely that. So the other side is that we also do different community projects. So we have people involved in keeping our trails up to snuff, and they are excellent. That's kind of where the organization started. Um, Where we've grown into is working together with other groups to do community projects. And so we have um, charted beyond purchasing um, what we call the trail farm, that parcel of land on the south side, So that's one project, but then we also have a kind of a bike park, bike playground project that we're really going to hit the ground running on this year as well. That's in West Salem. Uh, We've been working together with uh, the village over there, the county, and some local residents who want to see this happen in their area. And um, we're basically at a stage now where we have all the concept plans drafted. We're working through permitting, and we're going to start really fundraising for that project here pretty soon. So you so said there's a, a whole, Jillian, you whole said bunch a, of different ways people can get involved. You said a bike park? What does that mean? Like bicycles can go on the swings and go down the slides? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a bike park, um, an example of kind of a version of this would be Loose Park here in La Crosse. So there's a pump track there. Um, there's some bike skills features. And when I say bike, it actually really just means most things with wheels that don't have a motor, right? So it's um, it's scooters, it's skateboards, it's wheelchairs, it's even strollers. It's anything that people want to roll up and down on these, like, really fun kind of all-age features. Um, West Salem has gotten to see Loose Park. There's a dirt version of this at Upper Hickson Pump Track. Um, we just built one in 2022, and we helped below that we help their community get a dirt pump track out there uh west salem wants the same thing and and we're shooting for a paved version of a pump track that has some other features that allow pretty much anyone from a toddler there'll be specific areas for them up to a really skilled rider so 
people of all abilities get to kind of participate on their wheeled item of choice together. Unicycles, probably not. Probably not a lot of unicycles you know, out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not brave enough for a unicycle, but they are more than welcome. Well, you're going to start fundraising for this thing in West Salem, this bike park. Do you have like a idea? Here's how much we need. Here's how much we need to raise, and how long it's that's going to take. Yes, for sure. So that project is looking like it's going to be about a three hundred thousand dollar project. Um, there is a way to donate specifically to that project or to any of our causes right on our website. So you can hit the donate button right in the top corner. Um, you can choose which which cause speaks to you the most, and um, or if you're just feeling like, I like what the Outdoor Rec Alliance is doing, I just want to see them continue, you can donate in kind of our general fund, which is called our Trail Friends Fund. Um, because we're not a membership group, we consider the community to just kind of be our membership base, and so if you participate in any of our events or projects, like that's kind of how we, we call you our Trail Friend family. Well, and I know you guys have events. Now I think about it, I feel like you had like a big a bicycle out. Um, I, I want to say a bicycle race, like the a fat tire race, or maybe it was a trail race. I, I want to say you guys were part of that just not too long ago, or maybe last last uh, yes. season. Yes. So there's there'll be a, a whole variety of different events that we take part in, or we help support, or we run ourselves, and a lot of them can be bike races, trail races. Uh, we've done uh, some time trials. We've done some fat bike um, time trials. Uh, we help facilitate the wars races that come through. Um, and then we also like to participate as just support, right? And so there's a lot of events in the community that aren't our events in particular, but we think that their mission is a good one, and so we play a role and help support those as well, like the Hickson 50 run. Um, those are all kind of wrapped up in different events that we support. Yeah, there's like, a, like what did you say, the Hickson 50? That's like the ultra run, right? Yeah, so there's um, the 50 means, so Hickson 50K. There's also a 25K, a 10K, a 5K. <clears throat> those events get held through Upper and Lower Hickson Forest, and it's really, it's really an impressive event. Um so it's trail racing, and it's for all abilities, I would say, as well, if you're a trail runner, 5K is pretty short. 50K is pretty massive. So it kind of touches on the whole spectrum, and um, it's just really great. The whole entire park gets utilized, and a lot of people show up to volunteer and to participate, and it's really a big, fun event. Where does where does Jillian fall in this category? I don't, and maybe you're not a runner. Maybe you're <laughs> something else. I mean, you've got to be outdoorsy if you work for for – or a trip, or right? <laughs> well, we like to think that everybody, in their own way, is outdoorsy. You know, it, it's a spectrum, and recreation in general is a spectrum. So, some people find their recreation by reading a book in a lawn chair in a park, and that's great. And then we also have folks who are competing in hundred-mile bike races or you know, fifty-k trail runs. And personally, I'm I kind of fall somewhere in between. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we all do a little bit. I mean, just like I'm going to bike to work today and that's going to be like, whew, that's going to be it for me. Um, okay, so the the thing, the, the land purchase, you said it was an old ski hill on the south side. How, uh, is it, can you can you kind of, in relation to the ski hill that we have now, Can you is it south of there, north of there, east, west? 
I mean, it's a lot. It's a 277 acres, so it's not like a, a little plot of land. Yep, so it would be north, um, kind of on the same side of the river. It's north of that parcel, and it's really right off of Highway 33 and just to the east of State Road School and to the east of the Hugelheim Nature Preserve. So if you're familiar with either of those two things, yeah. they're on the same sidewalk. They, um, you know, you could bike from school to the Hugelheim to this trail farm. Um, we're using the word trail farm. We kind of made it up. We kind of pulled it from other areas. Historically, in the past, it's been a farm. We also see this as keeping a lot of that feeling of really feeling like almost like a farm in the fact that you're going to be surrounded by a lot of nature, but we're hoping to add the right amount of elements to it that makes it just like a really a really well-rounded area for people to recreate in so many ways. Well, and that was my next question. What do you? What is the plan? Does the county have any? You know, we're gonna get. We're gonna. They're voting on this. We're we're voting to give some of our bluff land money to Aura to purchase this land. And but you have to. You can't do this to it. Or I don't know. Are there any stipulations? Or and what do you guys? What's the overall theme you think with the with the land? Yeah. So our goal is to keep it as nature based as possible, and to really keep as much of the. Um the outdoor presence in whatever form of um, infrastructure we put on there. So uh, we do picture uh, trails, right? Of course, we're going to put some trails on there. So we'd like to hit kind of all the areas of trails, everything from what's called a white trail, which is like a greenway. It could be paved, it could be crushed gravel, but it's something that there's no barriers, really. Someone can walk or roll on those. And then we'd like to hit everything in between and have some green and have some blue and maybe, maybe a black trail, but you know, really the whole thought is to provide as much opportunity. So um, we want it to be user-friendly. We, it's accessible. You know, the bus line right now goes pretty close to this area. There are neighborhoods surrounding it. Um, we want it to be an area where people can feel at home and so they can go there to recreate however they want. Um, other things, we're in the design phase right now, and so none of this is set in stone until we um, kind of get through that final design plan. But um, things that have been talked about is, you know, could we see an outdoor amphitheater there? For sure. Could we see lots of trails? Of course. Could we see, you know, maybe some outdoor nature play areas? Absolutely. Um could the trails be multi-use? That's probably where we're headed with that. And can we just get as many different user groups out there? So the goal is just more inclusion. We're speaking with Jillian Olson, Aura Trails, Aura Outdoor Recreation Alliance Operations Director. I wrote trails behind Aura, so I keep saying trails for some reason. Um, so you do a lot of work with uh, one of the cool things out, out on Lake Nishanik, and I think you get volunteers to to kind of plow uh, and, and ice skating, just it's like a straight line, right? Like an ice skating. I don't even know if ice skating is what you would qualify it, but so people can go uh, essentially hike on the ice with ice skates uh, down Lake Nishanik. Um And you're doing that with a bunch of other trails throughout La Crosse, right? Yeah, so we call that the, uh, the ice trail out there. Um, yeah, so Aura has uh, the last couple of years been approved by the county to maintain a, a skate trail, essentially. It goes from... 
uh, boat landing to boat landing. It's about a mile, and it gives people kind of this cleared area to ice skate. Um, we've seen people use it for other things like biking, um, of course, just hiking or walking with crampons. Uh, that is all dependent on ice conditions, of course. Yep. You know, sometimes we have nice flat ice. Sometimes the snow kind of mucks it up. Um, but, yeah, it's all volunteer-based, and there's a lot of really great community members in the West Salem area who who kind of take on most of that efforts, and um, people just really love it. They really responded. Do you, have, and, um, do you have, like, Jim out there with a Zamboni clearing it off? Is that how that works? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that would be a sight to see. Um, it's mostly equipment that's just personally owned by folks, people right. with a plow on their truck or snowmobiles, or I'm sorry, uh, UTVs with a plow on the front. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then you, you, you help maintain the, the cross-country skiing trails, and then when the season changes, obviously, some of the other trails. All this stuff that you do, and I get like part of the, the events brought, when you do events like that, that, that you know, there's going to be registration fees and stuff, but a lot of the other stuff, hey, we're going we're gonna to have this bluff land purchase the county's going to help us with. Are we charging for any of this stuff? Like, oh, if I want to go out here, I'm going to have to pay a fee to go hiking on this trail. Yeah, so with the new the parcel that we're hoping to purchase, um, at this point we don't see any user fees involved. We want to keep it as similar to the experience people have on municipally owned trails right now, which means no fee. But if we do decide to put other amenities on that property, um, that maybe go above and beyond trails. Potentially there could be a user fee, but we're kind of still in the design phase and that hasn't really been determined just yet. Right. Well, when you talk about an amphitheater and you know, there might be, if there's a concert or something, obviously. Um, And you said you guys started 20 years ago and and 15 years later, you got your first staff. What was aura 20 years ago? Like you might, you maybe you weren't here then, but what were you guys doing then versus you're doing now? Yeah, so 20 years ago, I was just entering college, and Aura did exist. They were under a different name. I think it was um, Prairie Junction. Don't quote me on that, but it was functioning under a different name. It was just a small group of people who were super passionate. They wanted, they saw a void in our community, and they wanted to help create trails that people could access. Um, they worked together with the city and we're really happy to still have a really great relationship with the city. And, um, and yeah, they, they kind of started, started this whole momentum and I was not physically, I was here in lacrosse going to school, but it was, it wasn't even on my radar. Um, so to see Aura's name be represented in a way that people are starting to learn who we are and, and what we do, that's a really cool growth pattern to see. Do you have any other big projects? Just real quick, uh, any other, besides the West Salem thing and the and the uh, the land purchase, you're hoping to get help from the county. Anything else on yeah. the what's and then what's the dream job or the dream goal for Aura? <laughs> so I'll answer your first question. We are um, this year as well. We're going to be putting uh, installing a a universal treehouse, if you can imagine that. So. Universal meaning you can walk into it. If you're in a wheelchair, you can roll into it. It's accessible to all. Um, it's in the Chad Erickson Park, and it's uh, it, it, we're already in the phase of, you know, once the ground is ready, we can start building that. So 
We have a little bit more fundraising to go on that one as well, just to add some extra amenities. But we are really excited to bring this All Abilities Treehouse. Uh, Hold Trees is the designer, and if you know the band shell down in Riverside Park, you'll, you'll, you'll know the kind of work that we're receiving. So really stoked about that project. And then just to round it all out, um, we have plans to uh, revamp and upgrade a nature trail off of the Bud Hendrickson uh, paved trail this year. So we are never bored. We always have lots of good stuff going on. And once the temperature starts to warm up here, we'll really be ready to bring on some volunteers to start doing that kind of work, switching off of trail um, e-trail grooming and switching on to, you know, trail maintenance and project maintenance. All right, that's Jillian Olson, the Operations Director at the Outdoor Recreation Alliance. And Jillian, just last thing before I let you go, you you need volunteers. So how do people get involved to help you guys out? Yes, so you'll find a volunteer waiver waiver on our website. Um, You can always reach out, but uh, our newsletters are probably your quickest resource for that. So if you're not signed up for the Outdoor Rec Alliance newsletters, go to our website and sign up for that. And just look as the weather turns here, look for the opportunities that we send out on a biweekly basis. And, um, you know, whatever speaks to you. If you don't like to dig in the dirt, we also have needs for people to help plan projects. Something for everyone. All right. Thanks, Julian. Thank you, Rick. All right. Way over time. We will be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Just could play Rihanna because she was for the halftime show yesterday. It was her and a special guest, which I thought was kind of, I was kind of waiting for it the whole time. Who is the other singer? Because usually it's like a collab of multiple singers at the halftime show at the Super Bowl. And nobody showed up. Technically, though, she afterwards confirmed that she was pregnant. So. She kind of showed up. If you if you watch close, she kind of you could kind of tell there was uh, she was a little baby bump there. So it was kind of cool. I think uh, I think a lot of people thought that was kind of a cool way to announce and to do a concert and a halftime show. Also, being suspended in air on a platform a little bit dangerous. Seemed like it seemed a little crazy. Some of the angles were kind of cool. The show itself, eh, whatever. <laughs> it wasn't uh, super spectacular for me, but I'm not like the hugest Rihanna fan. In terms of her, just it's not one of the go-to songs. I'm not playing Rihanna songs all that much, although that song is pretty, bit, pretty, pretty dope. Uh, thanks again to Jillian Olson from Aura Outdoor Recreation Alliance. They're going to be on the county agenda for Thursday. 277 acres of land just off Highway 33 here in La Crosse, and it sounds like they have big plans for it. A little, you know, dream plans for it, like an amphitheater, like that's huge. And then, you know, other things just where to get people to go outdoors. It's kind of a theme here with the city last week, uh, hiring an inclusivity coordinator. I, want, I don't want to, I don't think that's, even the, even the county is doing that in a way. But in, in terms of getting people involved in outdoors and, and active, um, that's kind of, it sound, sounds like that's the, the Parks and Rec Department goal within the city is doing that and here outdoor recreation alliance also that's like their their whole goal is to be doing that and some of the things we talk about that lake nishanic trail it's just like somebody goes and and plows a trail down the the whatever i i haven't i haven't gone out there but it sounds it's always cool like when you when you see uh these in winona they have this on the on the lake uh, just the you can go ice skate on the lake it's 
I don't know, for some reason it's just a little bit cooler when it's as opposed to an ice skating rink. Also pretty cool. But um, yeah, this having this trail right down the lake, it's just straight. You just go I, biking on it, though. How does that work? How do I haven't biked on glare ice, so I imagine you get some you get the pro the right tires and you can uh you get the what the fat tires does that work or is there other bikes you have bikes with chains on the tires you do that i mean we've had the conversation in the past uh, about how we salt the roads now and just so we can go 60 miles an hour uh versus back in the day when you know not every car was all-wheel drive and uh everyone's truck was rear-wheel drive and how did anyone drive those big even like the big boats that that like my dad at a ranchero well, we had multiple rancheros, but these giant boats, real, real drive. Like, how did anyone drive back in the day? I just don't understand. Did we just salt the roads more, or did we just go 25 miles an hour to get to work, and we're not doing that anymore? We're just uh, gung-hoing it because the we, we assume that the, the salt is going to do its job. And then those cars are all rusted out now because of the salt as well. Um, I, another thing I had, so I, I, wanted to, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this, but... There is like this huge train derailment out in Ohio, and I want to later this week hopefully have a conversation about that and how that how Lacrosse County or even Wisconsin might handle that because it seems like how it was handled in Ohio is pretty awful, uh, and and people had to evacuate and now people are returning to their homes but they can't drink the water it sounds like and the whole there's like a a huge if you just draw a huge radius around this town in ohio east palestine there the uh, where the contamination is spread through the water system so uh, you know like and and this comes right at the the heels of congress forcing rail workers to go back to work uh when they're fighting to have a couple of sick days and then congress like you can't have sick days are you crazy uh they force them to go back to work in that regard and um part of those rail workers demands were to have you know, like, hey, we're, you know, we're streamlining like safety checks here. And now we see this huge derailment with this, these cars with all kinds of chemicals on them. And they just, eh, we're going to just going to, we got to, we got to dump the chemicals and then burn them uh, before they blow up on their own and destroy this town and shrapnels everywhere. So it uh, didn't seem like, doesn't seem like it's a, it was handled all that well. And of course, when a train derailment happens, uh, nothing's going to be perfect, but the way this thing has has uh, led to what looks like kind of a disaster for a giant area, uh, not just in Ohio but surrounding states, as uh, the contamination spreads. You know, like we just people on French Island are still on bottled water because of PFAS contamination, and uh, that stuff is called Forever Chemicals. And I don't know; it just seems it seems uh, pretty crazy. So I, I don't have like a ton of go-to details there but i'm hoping to talk about it and i think people should go and read about what what's happening there and and try to try to read about how uh rail companies are making billions of profits and streamlining safety regulations and meanwhile these disasters happen and they don't doesn't seem like they have a great plan for them. uh we'll be back All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM 608 785 7914. Thanks again to Jillian Olson with Oto Recreation Alliance coming on and telling us uh, a little bit about what they do, what they're hoping to do, some of the projects they, they plan on. Uh, you know, one, one uh, like, essentially a bike park in West Salem, it sounds like. I might be wrong in how I describe that bike park. Is that right? 
Uh, another land purchase out on the south side off Highway 33. And there was one other one that I just forgot. Oh, well. Uh, you can listen to the interview if you go to wisdomnews.com slash podcast in like 20 minutes. It'll be back up there if you want to check it out. And you can try to uh, find what, what the other... I wrote it down to... Uh, oh, the All Abilities Treehouse in Chad Erickson Park. See, I wrote it down. That's why I do that. Um, so there, so that was another one. And a Bud Hendrickson paved trail. Uh, so, yeah, they have a a lot of projects going on and hoping to do that. And they're always in need of volunteers. So as the weather gets warmer and everyone praises and, and, and cheers for spring, and I just roll my eyes. I'm like, eh, spring is the worst season. I like winter better than spring. This there's a there's like a two month period where you can't go on the trails because they're so muddy and you can't go outside and you can't bring your dogs in without trotting dog prints all over your house. Uh, so there's this like two month period where uh, everybody's going to be in transition, including the Outdoor Recreation Alliance, and and then once once things kind of dry out a little bit, they'll be looking for volunteers to go out and you know things out in like Hickson Forest and and clearing off some some of the debris and. And, and just getting the trails kind of up to snuff so they can be used all season. Kind of a fun project for anyone that's outdoorsy. Anyway, that'll do it for today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow.